0: Right, we are back.
1: This is the Dream is Free podcast, episode 22, I believe. I'm your host, Jake Healy. Our other host and super producer is Mike DeFell. Hola, como te amos. <laughs> Our guest today is Angela, a.k.a. Angie yes. Legg, L-E-G-G.
2: Two G's, baby. Double G, Double G. G squared. <laughs> Two G's, honey. Yes, the one and the only, you guys. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Right, we are back. This is the Dream is Free podcast, episode 22, I believe. We're we gonna, hope so. We're getting up to 50 and then we're done with this. You yeah. need to know when we hit 50 and then after that we're done saying the episode yeah. numbers, but I think we're good. I'm your host, Jake Healy. Our other host and super producer is Mike Theophil. Hola, como te amos? <laughs> Our guest today is Angela, a.k.a. Angie, yes. leg, L-E-G-G.
2: Two G's, baby. Double G. Hey, um, double G. G squared. <laughs> Two G's, honey. Yes, the one and only, you guys. Thank you so much for having me. This is, we were just talking about this. This is the coolest building, the coolest vibe. And actually, I got introduced to you guys by a friend of mine. And I was, I was kind of thrown off because he called me up after your interview And I've never heard this man so excited in his life. But this guy has been blown up like 11 times, right? Like excitement is at his peak. And he calls me up and he's like, I just met these guys. They're doing it big. They're going to be <laughs> huge and just sat with them. And I was just like, all right, all right, all right, good deal. But he was so excited. Is his then, name Chris Is And his name is Chris Warren's. I was avoiding that. <laughs> you don't uh, want
3: to
4: drop
2: his, his name? <laughs> head, because his
0: head is big enough. Uh, his head is big enough. He's outside modeling.
3: Yeah. Literally right now. <laughs> outside yeah, the it's building. It's so funny. It's hilarious.
4: But no,
2: C-Dub, C-W, my man. Um, But he introduced me to you guys and then my photographer. I met my photographer and she's like, I'm in the Knowlton building. I'm like, Hey, I think these guys are there. And she's like, they are the truth. I'm like the truth. <laughs>
3: Yay. Like, like, okay.
2: Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So there's That's good fire. vibes and yeah. you know, your guests are awesome. So thank you so much for having me. Appreciate this you. Is, this you. is awesome. This is awesome. I mean,
3: you're the latest and greatest to the list.
2: Oh, here we go. Yes. We'll see. You are. We'll see. We'll see.
3: Yeah. We, we
1: keep just asking everybody, that comes on for a, a referral. referral for somebody else, and like, okay. it just I'm like, it just keeps getting cooler and mm-hmm. cooler and cooler. So yeah, I,
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I've got I've got a black book. Oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, exactly. Okay, okay? yeah. I'll bring that out. Totally
3: that for out. sure. Like when we get 50, we're actually gonna throw a banger. It right that's why i said we gotta count until we get to 50 because yep. then we
1: want to have a big party with the first 50 people that were on here we go i yeah.
2: mean y'all already know i know how to party yeah <laughs> let, let, we're gonna do it go.
1: here too we're gonna do it okay. here
3: there's the, we'll show you downstairs there uh there's an area nice an event space a nice okay. event. boat house in the back where you could have like parties and mm-hmm.
1: stuff it's crazy. yeah it'll okay. be good i'm there yeah. i'm so yeah. there we're gonna there Dogs can i bring my dog dogs oh yeah family whatever you want yeah whatever
2: here we go. Oh, yeah. there's gonna be family, kids. In?
3: <laughs> I mean,
1: no kids. Maybe no kids. Like <laughs> 21 significant plus. Significant others. Significant you know, others. Bring yeah, your yeah. Brother. Whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> cool. I love it. No, yes. that's the way to go. That's the way to go. You know, and it's it's a pre- it's it's gratitude. Right, you know, yeah. and when you practice gratitude on whatever level, and then when you get all of these people who've shared all these stories with you guys in the same room, you know, that's that's energy beyond oh, yeah. Beyond, beyond. Yeah, we just
3: want to thank everyone, and we just want to like bring all these people that we've had come together. Everybody that's
1: that comes dope. on, I'm like, damn, they should meet this person, yes. this
3: person, this person. And I it's like, I just, we're gonna just ra- need
1: everybody in the same room <laughs> to meet each other, network, yeah. and, and see like what kind of crazy stuff happens because we are it.
3: also curating a uh, speaking. Speaker series, speaker right. series called The Dream is Live. Okay. Well, this is the Dream is Free podcast, can be The Dream is Live, and that's gonna come hopefully soon, soon, very Depen- soon, depending on COVID, all that stuff, yeah, like
1: how many people we could have in a room and broadcast it, and yeah. everything. We're so. about to get
2: shut down again, so I well,
3: I know we're,
1: I d-
2: we're
3: planning why, so we're it now, yeah, we're yeah. planning yeah. it, we're gonna try to d- do it yes. for next year. I we're think. not gonna, we're not gonna like jump the ship on a date right now, but what we are doing is because there's four, there's gonna be four subgroups, you know, community, mentorship, all these different things. And we're going to have speakers each night. It's going to be like a TEDx type of vibe where me and Jake whatever come. Blah, blah, blah. And then you guys come <laughs> on and just talk to the people. And yeah. just do it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why we need to wait for it. this crazy storm to pass, you know?
2: And yeah. it will. Yes. It's got yes. to,
3: right? Well, it ha- no, it, ha- <laughs> it, it will. This end. shall pass. There, it's a pandemic, so it means it,
1: it'll come to an end, like either through immunity or vaccine, whatever it is, it'll come to an end.
3: Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm
1: yeah. yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready too. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready I for it. I mean, COVID's yeah. been awesome
3: for this for business. team, yeah, business, our downtime, family, and everything. But...
2: Well, you got to make yeah. the best... You you have to find a silver lining in any situation. Yeah. You yeah. know, regardless of what the situation is. And actually, 2020 has been one of the best years ever. Right. Yeah. Like I'm, We're period.
3: with you. Yeah, we're it's right. It's been one of the best years, yeah. And everyone you that's know? come on here has, is with has, you as well. Says
1: the same thing. Like, there's a... I'm going to say it, I've said it every time. it, 22 times it, now. I'm sorry, but... yeah, I say it almost every episode. You have to. There was... Two two types of people that came out of COVID, right? It was like, all right, COVID hit. Or were shown through COVID. Yes. So COVID hit, and it was like, all right, I'm going to use this free time to sit back on the couch, Netflix it up 12 hours a day. <laughs> Collect that check. Grubhub, DoorDash, Uber Eats, not do anything, right? Or you were like, damn, I have all this free time, or I'm I'm making more money right now. What can I do? I've always wanted to. To build more. Yeah, exactly. Right? And he was a good example of that because he was like, Restaurant industry, working in, you know, video, videography for ESPN and stuff. And then COVID hit and shut everything he did down. And he was like, crazy. What am I going to do? Yeah. Here we are. (laughs) Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. (laughs) Welcome to our studio. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But you know, that takes, that takes so much courage because that's the problem with the people sitting home watching Netflix. You know, they're they're scared. scared. They're scared of judgment. They're scared of following their dreams. You know, I, I even find myself sometimes scared of success, mm. you know, only just because you know what comes with that. Right. You yeah. know, you're going to you lose for that? family. You yeah. know, you're going to, you know, have no time for yourself. And, lose your hobbies. So, yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. And, you know, I sympathize or I empathize with some of these people because, you know, they, they need to be shown the way and they don't realize that they have so much power within themselves and you know, I empathize with that. I was there. You know, we are, most of us have been there. Yeah. But um, I just, you know, I for everybody out there, it's it's all possible. It just takes five seconds, five seconds of courage. That's right. all you need. Four, three, two, one, and then go exactly.
1: And then our friend Miguel, who came on, he gave us a, he gave him. us a third option too because yeah. okay. he was like he he's like, good. He's like, yes, I agree with those two, but also. There's a lot of people out there who just hustle, 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 Right. have kids and took this time to be, like, be with the fam. Let me be with my family for a minute. Let me enjoy, you know, stop and smell the flowers. Yeah. You can like we we'll go outside and everything. But, yeah. Travel a little bit. And he made yeah. a, he made a good point. Cause he was like, you know, all he's ever done is just work 12 hours a day and hustle, hustle. But ever since know, he had his first daughter.
2: That takes courage too. Because yeah. when you get into a certain mindset, yeah. you know, that's the survival mindset. You know, the constant. And I know like a lot of men feel that way, feel strong providers and they feel the pressure Mm -hmm. of having to be that Mm -hmm. way.
4: Right. You know,
2: and so it does. It takes courage for him to say, I've got to I've got to be with my family. I've got to take a break. Yeah. You know, because he's going to be judged by everybody who's still hustling Mm -hmm. and who's, you know, trying to trying to get trying to get it in his industry or uh, in his circle. So that right. that takes courage too, but I feel that I yeah. feel that. But it, you know, it. Yeah. You have to. My be mindset strong.
1: is I'm always like Like I can't have that like that idle time. Like I it's just stagnant. need to always be doing something. It's not a good thing. Like I'm always
3: doing something. If I'm, mm-hmm. if, I'm if I'm awake, I'm doing something. You know. But
2: you're young. But Jake too. does
3: practice. He has been practicing mindfulness and and meditation. Yeah, I've been and, doing the meditation and, you know, every day. Like I take that. He 10, takes time, time for minutes, himself. I oh. wake
1: up. I pray. I write a gratitude list. I. Meditate for 10 to 20 minutes, depending on how much time I have. I walk my dog. And yeah. that's like my little time in the morning, you know. Yeah. And then after that, off to the races. But even that is still doing something. Right. You know, it's not idle time, really. It's
2: But you're doing more with your time. So when yeah. you meditate, you're actually yeah. creating more time. Yeah. Because essentially time doesn't exist. Right. So if you're creating more time by meditating, it's you're not losing anything. Because the information that you're tapping into like, if you're inventing something right. and you're not meditating, you're not going to tap into the invention as quickly, and that's time. But if you're meditating, those answers are going to come to you, right. period. You know, that's how it goes. You can see the future. You can see the past. You can see the present. And more importantly, you can create anything. So, you know, the meditation, it's, it takes what we call time, but it expands our time completely way more than we could ever imagine. Yeah, I agree. It's infinite.
1: So we kind of jumped right into it. Yeah. What's up? Tell us about yourself. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's, up? What you, what's up? What's up? Uh, what do you do?
2: Well, you know, my story is a little bit different. I have been inspired by the courage, actually, 100% of my families. I have a lot of families that you guys will hear a little bit about. But, you know, it all started... September 4th, 1984, same birthday as Beyonce when wow. she was 81. So y'all remember that, right? I have the same <laughs> birthday as Beyonce, so you can't forget that. We won't. Okay, there you go. Um, we
1: don't remember Beyonce's birthday either, but we'll remember yours. Yes. You can Google it. <laughs> yeah, true, and true. We'll be
2: like, what's Angie's oh, birthday? Angie. Oh,
3: wait, just look up.
2: Beyonce. Bey. Beyonce Bob. <laughs> so Queens, okay, are born on September 4th. Yes. Um, but what's so Tam significant...
3: <laughs> you may you made a tam giggle on that one. He said, yes, Queens are born as yes. a. Uh,
2: what's so significant about that is I when I was born, I died twice within the first twenty four hours I was born. And I was about two months premature and barely three pounds. Now, anybody who's had a life or death experience um usually typically find, meaning, purpose, whatever. You know what I mean? It's some type of guided purpose from that moment. Now, I experienced that moment.
3: Like coming into the world.
2: Right. Within minutes, right? And so I was given no chance. I had zero to slim chance of actually surviving. And my mother, she was a beautiful Haitian immigrant. She was strong. She was Christian. And I was too sick. And she was just like, the doctors were just like, you have two options. You can take your baby and she'll eventually die because you won't be able to- You can't provide what she needs. Exactly. Or you can give her up for adoption. And she did. And she chose the right thing. She was not selfish. She found that five seconds of courage and said, this is what I need to do for my baby. And so one of the, I was in NICU. So one of the NICU nurses- Wonderful woman named Mary Ellen was just like, I'll take the one with all the tubes and the wires. She adopted you? And she took me home as a foster child. So she had the means. She was a nurse, she had a nanny at home and two boys. So, four months in the hospital, I go home uh, the day after Christmas. And huge Christmas gift. I slept for four days straight. I was exhausted, beat up. And when I finally came to, this incredible woman named Pamela Legge was taking care of me. She was the nurse's nanny. Mm -hmm. And we just created this incredible bond. So born in 84, and why these dates are so important is this. Then in 1985, my family was just like, she's ours, right? And to be clear, they're white, I'm black. Clearly. (laughs) uh, Couldn't tell. (laughs) And so... 1985 Miami Florida they want to go and make it official make me family Miami Florida my jammy. said listen like <laughs> how I, I don't know how Miami still gets away with all this stuff but it it's was, my jammy it was my jammy it's
3: another country they, yeah. they have their own rules Jake always says that yeah he always I'm says nev- that yeah
2: I've never even heard of that
1: like Miami should be a part of South America she yeah not <laughs> be a part of the U.S. Oh, no it's, <laughs> like- it's my
3: jammy it's
2: Oh, my God. That's how they say I it down
3: there. This. They're like, hey, Miami. My jammy. I
2: thought it was Miami. <laughs>
3: Welcome to Miami. It, it's, you know, it's right? the, the male Miami, <laughs> female Miami. <laughs> <laughs> hola, hola. I don't
2: know. that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, Miami. But, you know, Miami's is crazy. Yes. Regardless. And they said, no, you cannot adopt that black, black, that black baby because it's illegal. It is really? illegal. For a white family to adopt a black baby in the United States of America. What? Miami
1: Miami is so much more liberal now. It's crazy how... I wonder when that switch happened. Uh,
2: Are they liberal?
1: Very, yeah. I think...
2: <laughs> like, I don't know. There, it's I don't know. It's tight. It's it's kooky down. It Florida's it's, just crazy it's just in general. Yeah. Like it's, it's literally. Anytime mess. you hear about craziness, wow. Yeah.
3: yeah, there's a segment. Just a side note. There's a segment on ESPN for this one show we watch or listen to on radio, and they'll just be like, "What? Ta- what state is this?" <laughs> and every single time, it's freaking Florida. Florida like man. weird stuff. Florida man weirdos. Florida, yeah, man. the Florida man. Yeah. Florida man. You ever watch man. the show Atlanta? No,
1: no, no. All right, you guys need to watch that show. I don't have cable. Please.
2: I've not had cable yeah. since I was twenty.
1: Do you have Hulu? Oh, okay. No. Yeah. I do. It's on Hulu. It's a, it's an FX show. It's on Hulu, but okay. it's a good show. Yeah. It's with uh Donal, Donald Glover. Oh, Ideas I love him. Cool. Him. cool. Yeah, I'm T. I'm T. Oh, cool. But the the guy, he's like he's like Beware of Florida Man, and then they start showing all these news articles. Every time it's like Florida Man robs bank, Florida, you know.
3: Yeah, like Florida yeah. Florida
1: Man caught with alligator. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Yes. Yes. Shit. Weird shit. Yeah,
3: Yeah. That's funny, but right. continue. In my 1985, Miami said, said no. no. And
2: so Miami shut it down. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there who don't understand that segregation is still alive and well. And that's my generation. That was my 1985, life. 1985, yeah, it's
1: not, yeah, not that long ago. 1985,
2: exactly, right. 36 years. So it's crazy. And it was. it was like that still years later. So my family was just like, okay, if we can't be a family here in Florida, then we're going to move. So they plotted and they planned, and four years later, we moved to Connecticut.
1: And this is Pamela.
2: Yes, okay. yes, Pamela and the, the nurse. Mm. Yes, so we all moved as a family. So it was the wow. nurse who took me home, her two kids, the nanny, Pam, and we all just got up and left. We took the state's money, you know what I mean? Because as a foster child, you get a certain amount every yeah. month. And, I, and I'm just like, doesn't this save you money? like florida doesn't it save you money for them to the yeah, yeah to, to take yeah. me as, as a child so it's so stupid so um we got up connecticut was just like yeah come like we absolutely allow this and this is why you know i have this love hate relationship with connecticut because you know taxes but then they just have this yeah. you know they were on the forefront of this yeah and uh just like they welcomed you with, like, no problem yeah. whatsoever. No problem whatsoever. So we milked Florida for what they had for a while and then moved to Connecticut and hopped in, you know, big black conversion fan, couple dogs and cats, and five of us. And we just we just headed up. So, wow. you know, that takes a lot of courage. I remember in Florida, and it's it wasn't anything to me, but I remember being in the ocean, like a specific memory of being in the ocean and just seeing this child being like, Well, who's that? I'm like, oh, that's my mom. That's my family. And she's just like, that's not like the lady who takes care of you. I'm like, yeah, she takes care of me. She's my mom, you know. Um, And when I was born, my mom was 50 50 years old. So she also looked like my grandmother. So everybody was confused. You know, you see this old white lady carrying around this little little black black baby. baby. Yeah ashy ass baby (laughs) and like I think that's what Florida was thinking they were like you know we can't have ashy babies running around Florida because that's what it was like you know they didn't know how to properly care like you know, for a black child. Mm -hmm. And, but the, the most important thing was they showed me love and I never felt different. So when I was approached with these questions and I've had these questions my entire life, but when I was approached with these questions, I never, I I never understood why it's just kind of like growing up without a father. You know what I mean? You don't know what you're missing because you never had it Mm -hmm. versus, you know, if he left or whatnot. So it Mm -hmm. was, it was always something that, you know, was brought to my attention, but I was, I was always just like, yeah, it is, it is what it is. My, my family's dope, you know, my family, they're funny, you know, they're loving. It was always about loving. We went on incredible vacations and so on and so forth. But, you know, I didn't even realize that there was a difference until I think I was like eight, eight or nine, Mm -hmm. you know, I knew I was black and they were white, but that just didn't mean anything to me. Yeah. So they just, um, they showed me so much love. They never made me feel different. And uh, just the most courageous people that I've ever met. You know, you get stares. You, get, you absolutely get stares. And you, you get criticized by both communities really badly. Mm-hmm. You know, the black community is like, w- what are you doing with that ashy baby? Yeah. You know what I mean? And there—and and it upsets them.
3: Yeah, like you don't have a right to this Ex- black to our black baby,
2: one hundred percent, and the white
3: people are like, "What are you doing with that black baby?"
2: And they're
4: like, yes, <laughs> "You're like- gonna raise her as it's like, you know what I mean?
2: It is, it is that mentality, and this was the 80s. It's crazy, and yeah, the, and nobody was doing that. right. Nobody was it's a different doing time, that. Yeah, yeah. Now exactly. it's like
3: whatever. Connecticut yeah. was down with it though, Connecticut. And you know then, what I mean? 1985? Connecticut, that's fire,
2: exactly. So For as you trash know, as
3: it is at times. They-
2: At times, at times, they, they, they have the right heart. And, you know, that's where, that's where the understanding of courage came from. Because I didn't really know what was going on, but I never saw my mom cry. I never saw my aunt cry. The nurse became my aunt. You know, family's family, right? Yeah,
3: yep. I mean, we get it.
2: Blood, blood has nothing to do with family as far as I'm concerned. So, um, they, we know all about yeah, it? Yeah,
3: we do. We're stepbrothers. I, so. I know you guys. Said <laughs> that, I mean, yeah. sheesh.
2: And I love. That. I have
3: half siblings, and like you know, they, they might hear this, but like Jake is my brother more to me than they are. Cause I, I, you I was, choose
2: your family. We, you we, can. you know,
3: we were born in the same cut from the same cloth
2: 100 (laughs) percent. you know and i've got my sister here too and we've known each other since you know we were eight or nine years old Mm -hmm. and that's that's what it is you Mm -hmm. can choose your family Mm -hmm. and
3: shout out to kristen shout out yeah shout out kristen back here holding the phone the whole time i'm looking at her like she's got triceps from god (laughs) (laughs) she's a hold it up that long that's awesome
2: but, you know, you make your family, and I've made a lot of my families, you know, growing up. And so, you know, after a certain period of time, my mom literally was, was a nanny off the boat. She came from England mm. in her 30s mm. and started working in New York and then went around to Miami and fl- different places of Florida and then ended up with, you know, wow. who's my aunt today. But, um, you know, right off the boat, she, that, that takes courage too. You can't, you come from England all by yourself. You leave your entire family yeah, behind I. and don't even, you know, for the most part, she didn't even look back,
4: mm-hmm. yeah. you know, which yeah. is,
2: which is absolutely insane. So she, she decided at 50 mm-hmm. years old, I mm-hmm. want to be a single mother. Like nobody decides that. <laughs> yeah.
1: You did know, you have, did you ever ask her why she,
3: did she see you and look like it. fall in love? Hey, like, hey, was hey, she,
2: no. Did it, she have was, a husband? She didn't. She didn't. She was engaged and um, And she had the
3: two children from him or she adopted
2: or uh, so this the is, woman I know, right? This woman needs this to come on our crazy. show. Right, right. So the nurse took me home to her two sons and the nanny. The nanny is and her mom and then the nanny became my mom. Oh. Yeah. Cra- but yeah, they all
1: yeah. stayed together as a unit. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, I yeah, get it. I yeah, get it. Yeah. One wow. came to Connecticut together. Exactly. Capiche?
2: Yeah. 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 Wow. No, and that and it is. It's crazy. It's it's shit you just don't hear about. And no. so you know after that's a cool little movie. It's right. Exactly. Well, the, these people are just completely unaware of judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, they they really just followed their heart. That's it. You know, you follow your heart and you follow your your passion, and that's I I was that for them at that time, and it's absolutely inspired so many people. Just kind of when you see when you see you know the little black baby and you see the white family, and you're just like, oh, that's different, you know. And I and then you just you it instantly changes your thought process, you know, for anybody who's seen it, and it's kind of like good publicity versus bad publicity is. Right. Publicity. Yeah. Me. You know what I Thompson mean? Says that it's it's yeah, it's a conversation. It's a conversation. And that's what they were doing. They were creating conversations everywhere we went. Disney, the supermarket, everywhere we went, people were talking, people were looking and they didn't give a shit. You know, they just didn't really care. And they didn't even uh, push that on me. Yeah. I just had no idea. Right. So, you know, we were one happy family. And then one of my brothers started to, um, act up and my mom had to find a new job. So she did. She's now 56 single mom with a black baby looking for a new nanny job. Like who's going to, who's going to hire this woman? You know, she's basically AARP like who's going to hire this woman. And so I remember going on a bunch of different interviews and then we ended up at this um, young father's house. He had four boys and, And he was in hotel management. He was a boss. And he gave her a chance. He gave her a chance with a child. He took in a nanny and a child with his four other boys. Wow. And that moment, like... Destiny? Do you guys believe in destiny?
3: Yeah, you
4: course. know, and course. like, and and no this was divine destiny.
2: Completely. There was there was um you know knowing what I know now, there was no way that this couldn't have happened because it was such a life changer. Mm-hmm. And so we moved to Guilford, Connecticut, the Burbs. Yeah. We moved from Hamden, yeah, which and is like
1: you he, meet C W there. C
2: oh. <laughs> oh, he's gonna just love being
3: on this episode. I know. Like
2: I can't. Like, I mean, wait. I love him. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs>
4: like,
3: I love him.
2: I do too. I do too.
3: As soon as like he we met him, we were, I was like, Jake, text him now. <laughs> <laughs> like, now. Well,
2: CW. And it's wasn't gonna be the, same, the same, same with you. It's gonna be the C same with you. W. Okay. He
3: was back then? No,
2: he wasn't. Oh, he wasn't. No way, no way, no You don't way. have
3: to tell us all about CW on your podcast No, party. Yeah. will yeah, yeah. save that for uh, after. Bye, yeah, Chris. yeah, yeah, yeah. After. This, bye, is, about bye, this is about you. Bye, Chris. Sorry, Chris. Sorry, we love you though.
2: But yeah, you know, Guilford alum, we, we were all close. Mm-hmm. We're all really, really close. And uh, it's a community. But I moved from the city, Hamden, which was a ton of diversity, to Guilford, which was no diversity, which didn't necessarily bother me because I yeah. didn't see. You see, see
3: spirits. Right, slaves. exactly. Yeah.
2: Like, it, it wasn't about that. But, um, you know, we got taken in by this incredible family and these four boys. And they're now my brothers. And we've spent the last, you know, we spent 18 years, something like that, living together and growing up together, going places together. We were just, we were family in ourselves. And, and Guilford was an experience. Guilford is, like I said, the suburbs. And I didn't really notice what was going on until actually I reached high school. But yeah, there's no black population and... You know, nobody, I don't think anybody looked at me differently. You know, I was pretty chill and cool and friends with everybody. But there, as I got to high school, you know, you started noticing the differences. You started noticing people treating or talking to you different. And I just remember this one instance when a friend's brother Ran through the halls. The bell rang. Everybody's in the halls. My friend's brother ran through the halls, and he had a hat with the N-word on it, right? And so I had my back turned, and then one of my girlfriends was just like, did you see that? And I just, just had turned and saw his hat and then saw who it was, and he got nothing. You know what I mean? What was
1: it? Like, what was the point of all of it? Just like, was it a prank for him, or he was
2: right? What was the point? Yeah, like that's the point. Like, what was the point? Mm-hmm. There was no point. You know what I mean? Like, there was. I mean, all the so maybe like eight black kids in the whole entire school. Like, we were all cool with everybody. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't like a thing. Yeah, and so he got no. He he didn't get reprimanded. He didn't get detention. He didn't get suspended. Nothing. He got told to take off the hat. You know, and at that moment I was like, Damn. All right, Ange, it's 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 like yeah. fend for yourself. Yeah. You know, and yeah. nobody around me knew how to how to handle the situation. Yeah. And like honestly, I didn't know how to handle the situation. Yeah. Because I hadn't really experienced racism, you know, like to my face or that obvious. So I was just like, okay just trapped feelings, just a misunderstanding of what's going on. But I knew at that point that I had to be way more aware, you know, like, where did you learn this? You're in the suburbs. Yeah. Like, where do you, where do you even learn these mm-hmm. things? You know? Um, and so it's, it's, Guilford was beautiful. It taught me so many things, but it taught me how to survive amongst white people. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Which, which is, which is, <laughs> Honestly, uh, yeah. which is a skill, you yeah, know, right. because, know. It, and I'm, you know,
0: not all white people, yeah. but,
2: but, you know, it's, 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 it's definitely, it's a lifestyle. It's, it's a way that, um, a lot of people did not fear me, but I'm dark. I'm not just black. I'm <laughs> Haitian dark, you yeah. know? And so it's a vibe and we weren't, we just weren't seen as equal. Equal on the sports field, absolutely. Mm. But, you know, when you're not reprimanded for something like that, you're not, you're not equal. Right. You're, just, you're not equal. So Guilford Crazy. has been, yeah, Guilford has been awesome um, and it's taught me so much, but it really, it taught me to watch who your friends are. You know, don't hesitate to shut out the people who, who aren't on that level, who aren't on your level, who, who wouldn't protect you, you know, who yeah. wouldn't stand up for you. All of those people you you have to you have to narrow down all of these people in your life just you to make your, sure your
1: real friends were at that your
2: circle. Yeah, 100 percent because I was friends with everybody because I thought that's that's
3: just what it was the best.
2: Yeah, the yeah. best game to play or whatever. Yeah, but it's it's not, you yeah. know, you needed a, a core group. which and There's I always had. snakes
3: in the grass. You know what I mean?
2: Always, always. Even in the core groups, <laughs> yeah, I know. You gotta be, you gotta be so freaking careful. Jake Cole,
3: our favorite rapper, always raps about that stuff. Love Jay, right? Take a Hell step yeah. back and like point your scope out and get them all out of here. One
4: hundred percent.
2: But you know what? Gil, what what Guilford taught me was how to literally be one with nature. Mm. We lived in the sticks. We lived right. in the woods. You know, so we were out, build, I was building forts with my, with my brothers and yeah. playing manhunt yep. and having, you know, great parties game. in the, in the dirt mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So, you know, outside of the city, although the city is great and diverse, I would have never gotten that. And without that, I would have never achieved so many things that I would have never thought I could do, you know, mm-hmm. and because of my love for nature, mm-hmm. I go backpacking, there's scuba healing. diving. One hundred but it's oh, it's yeah. the number one place to <laughs> mm-hmm. what you scuba dive? I love scuba
4: diving. He loves it. Stop I'm obsessed, he just yeah. was in
1: St. Thomas. Stop
2: like like three
1: weeks, two weeks ago, right? Three I'm, weeks? I'm driving to Florida right after this podcast.
0: Are, no you're not. I swear <laughs> to <laughs> God. To Are you
1: to, to my, go, my parents live in Jupiter? My mom does live yeah. in Jupiter, so I'm gonna go there and chill out.
0: How long have you been scuba, scuba
1: diving?
2: diving? I'll go. Uh, three years. Okay.
1: Anytime. I go. I'll I, like, I will literally yeah. like, Jason. My, yeah. We had just had my friend Jason on the podcast, who's a professional underwater scuba photographer. Yeah. Photographer. Okay. And he was like, the best part about Jake is you could call him up and be like, hey, you down to go to St. Thomas on There's Saturday? No and I'll just be like, Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anytime. And I think
2: tickets are still cheap.
1: Cheap, yeah, everywhere. <laughs> this is yeah. the best time to go somewhere.
2: Oh my God. No. So I would I would love that. I have all my equipment, I have my fins, I have my Jacket, all of it.
1: Yeah, we'll plan something out.
3: Yeah, for sure. This is. I'm a work. I'm. I need to get certified and and all that stuff, but I am because they're making me. Yeah, we have to. We're making (laughs) me do
2: it. Go, and it doesn't take much. And uh, you know, I've been to. I went scuba diving in Greece, Mm. which is yeah. Jake likes
3: that. Jake just smiles. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Skiros. <laughs>
2: Have you ever heard of Skiros? Yes. Skiros yeah. Island. So not a lot of people. It's very very tiny. Been
3: to uh, Crete. It's
2: oh, kind of okay. Yeah, right yeah, yep. absolutely. Have you been to Ikaria? No. Ikaria, Greece, is uh, the place where the uh, people live the absolute longest. Mm. Like they, in the world. Oh, like in the world, like ninety nine so percent of them, so you know, are from. go to like <laughs> hundred years old. Oh, go. Drink that water. Yeah. Get that sun.
3: Yeah. That's awesome.
2: But scuba diving, yeah. Scuba diving, backpacking. You guys backpack?
3: Like anything. Anything. Backpack, We're all about it. Hiking, We're all about it. Yeah. yeah. You have no idea. Snowboarding. I do ultra, ultra-
1: marathon get... running.
3: Like, yeah. What? All that, yeah. I yeah, see. we just want to live life. You know what I mean? I want to
2: do as many adventures. As humanly possible. Yeah. You know? And that's, but that's, that's part of, that's, Part of finding your purpose
4: Mm.
2: is figuring out all these little things about yourself, you know, because I think a lot of people have trouble finding their purpose. And it's I think it's ongoing as well. But I think a lot of people have trouble finding their purpose because they're working right. They're working nine to five. They don't have time. They have kids. But if you invest in your passions, I've never done anything without being passionate about it whether it's work, whether it's camping, backpacking, scuba diving, you know, it has to start with curiosity. If you are curious or interested in something, check it out because then it turns to passion. And then once you figure out what your passions are, you can figure out what you are compassionate about. And once you figure out what you're compassionate about, how you want to heal the world, how you want to help people, you take those two pieces together and you will start to figure out your purpose. Once you figure out your expertise, so it takes your passion, compassion, and then your overall expertise, whatever the fuck you're excellent at. And that is your purpose, you know? And when you are doing things like scuba diving, so everything, I believe everything connects to everything. So right. what have you learned about scuba diving that you've taken into your job?
1: It's, it's funny. So like whenever I go scuba diving, I, I do think about this like, when I'm when I'm up on the boat right before like jumping into the water and seeing what's down there like I, I'll think to myself like damn like the the surface of the the surface can be either rough or it could be calm it could be um, however it is right it, let, let's say the, the surface is rough let's say there's eight foot waves and the, the boat is bouncing up and down and people are throwing up on the boat right you could jump into the water get down to the bottom it could be like the calmest best scuba dive you've ever had in your life you know. 100 feet of visibility, just kind of going with it. And on top, it could be crazy. So I kind of pull that into life. Like, you got to dig a little bit deeper into everything just because it's not always going to be what it is on the top. It could be beautiful at the bottom. Vice versa, it could be beautiful at the top. And when you get in,
3: you're getting taller. Awesome. lessons.
2: Yeah. That's stress management. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right there, with your passion, with something that you love to do, you are learning stress management. Yeah. You know, so everything that we do, I think people just use passion as this frilly thing. But it's literally the most important thing that you can do for yourself is is find those things that make you so, so happy and just keep doing them, keep doing them. And you will be led to the right space to the right time, place. Everything everything happens when it needs to happen. We're all creators, you know. We all create at different levels. It's, this is not a contest, you know. It is about the journey, period. And that's why some people struggle with it, and that's why some people don't. But we're at a pinnacle point, I think, in history where so many people know about meditation intention creation enlightenment like i don't think ever in history we've had so many people on this level it's everywhere yeah applications everything and now with the internet i mean it's everywhere from jay shetty to even gary v preaches it you know what i mean he gets it he gets the whole empathy thing he gets the whole mindset thing and And scuba diving
1: um, is meditative too because it's just you're focusing on your Breath the whole time. You're like trying to control your breathing so that you could stay down longer. Yeah, just kind of, if you're drift so diving, just going with the flow. Yeah,
2: So many things. I mean, when you dive down to the bottom, when you get to, you know, certain meters and you have to come up to the top, you have to slowly release air so you don't, you know, get air built up in your lungs and explode, basically. Like stress management, you know? Yeah. So there's just so many things that I believe that people aren't doing. They're, they're not going after what they love to do because, yeah, of judgment or time or money. But self-education is... 100% the future yeah. college is almost obsolete with mm-hmm. you know it, the exception of a bachelor's a few. degree
1: means nothing it's
3: like
2: nothing unless it's you get it in like about, mathematics
3: or yeah. something crazy right
2: you want to be a lawyer or a doctor you know there are definitely still some things you
3: have to do yeah
2: but but self-education is the future for all of us and self-education includes finding out what your purpose is so finding out what your passions are I should say yeah um, to lead you to your purpose but how do you think, do you, do you know your purpose yet? Are you in the midst of kind of figuring it out? I
1: think figuring it out, yeah. I yeah. mean, I love, doing, I love doing this. I think like, we're going to keep doing this until we figure everything out. I think we're connectors.
3: Yeah, like, I, I, we're, I think we're meant to connect I th- other people. I actually wrote our purpose. What would you write? Back, I'll tell you. I have yep. it right here, everybody. Okay. December 22nd, 2011. Nobody knows this. This is for the public now. Okay. <laughs> hey, <laughs> only Exclusive. Yeah, is, so I've been writing in journals for a freaking sh minute. Now, this is when I was hooping, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing in my life. You know what I mean? November 22nd, 2011. Wow. Huh? Is it tomorrow? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Hold on a sec on sorry keep talking for a sec. i i'm sorry i, I just like so no can find no, it. no you guys keep talking it's crazy. but
2: so you Here know we you sorry. got it
3: yeah yeah sorry sorry, sorry, sorry. all right so December 22nd 2011 all right gonna get it on me who knows what lies ahead and during this crucial stretch in my life the only thing i know is i want to be a world guider someone who helps guide society and the people who harvest it to places we couldn't imagine and i think that's what we're doing you said it connecting people World guiders Helping people get to their divine destiny. Yeah. I mean, li- life is about Absolutely. helping other people. I mean, so, you
1: know, this, this has actually helped. We were only at 22 guests, but some people have come on here and been like, you have no idea like, yeah. how helpful this was for me to like be able to sit down and like s- tell my story, whatever Said it is. stuff they've never said before to their wives. And, yeah. Even. And yeah. Like, there's stuff like that they've said that other people are going to listen to and they're going to connect with. So yep. It's been it's been good. I don't know what I am not sure what like my purpose is in yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like I do a lot of cool shit. Like I've done ultra marathon running and you know like 50 mile ultra marathons and like I'm gonna do 100 and scuba diving. Jake's I a tra- healer. Jake helps travel a lot and I I'm very very successful in my career too. Like I'm very successful in the mortgage industry. Yep. But I don't think my purpose in life is mortgages. You know, it's like a way definitely to make not. money and fund other
3: things. Definitely.
1: But I'm not sure like purpose wise, but I like doing, I like doing
3: this. This is what I love to do. Jake's been thinking about it even when he's not here. Yeah. All the time. Yeah.
2: But that's how it starts, you know, and you're like, I'm inspired because that's the exact model. You found something you were curious about, which is interviewing other people and doing a setup and starting a show. And then your compassion is wanting to let people tell their stories in, in a safe space. You know, and then your expertise is being able to listen like you're a great listener and you pay attention and you ask good questions. You know, you're great at that. You're a people person, clearly.
4: Yeah. And so,
2: yeah, 100 percent, all of you guys. And so then, you know, your purpose, yeah, could be connecting. And I think a lot of people, too, get so caught up in in not being able to even change their purpose. You know, like, for instance, back up a little bit. So I'm living in Guilford. I move out. I'm 23 years old. I'm getting my first apartment in Norwalk, Connecticut. My mom is living back with my aunt, the whole family thing. And um, I had just moved, just gotten home from work and I get a phone call from this Boston number. I'm like, Bill Gallagher, you know, and (laughs) hang up. And so they keep calling and I'm just like, Check my Verizon bit. I'm like, no, I'm good, you know? So I pick <laughs> up and I'm just like, hello. And she's just like, hi, is this Angie Leg? And I was just like, yeah. And she was just like, this is your sister.
1: Oh, uh, I was going to say your
4: mom.
2: And I'm like, well, I don't, you know, I actually I had a sister too, and she had passed away just a few years. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. She's just like, you were born Angie Telemach, 1984 to Kara's mean Telemach. And then spit out my social security number. I'm like, you got my social security <laughs> <laughs>
1: number. You're like, this is why like, all those bill collectors Italy, have been like, calling me. Like, it's yeah. you know my social. I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Like, giving this out now. Um, and she was just like, I'm I'm your sister. And I'm like, holy shit. And she had gone. She had driven from Boston, younger sister, younger sister. Yeah, she's just a couple of years younger than me. She had driven from Boston to my old house in Guilford where one of my brothers was, he was sleeping. She's knocking on the door, knocking on the door. The dog barks. He finally wakes up and she's like, is Angie here? And he's like, who's this chick at the door? And uh, he's like, no, she moved. And my sister just starts crying. He's like, who are you? (laughs) And uh, she's just like, I'm I'm her sister. And he's like, holy shit, come on inside. (laughs) Let me show you her Facebook. And then gave her my number, you know. And so for pretty much her whole life, her whole like from 16 to the time that she found me, my biological mother was like, this is your purpose. You need to find your sister. Wow. You know what I mean? From 16, like it was, yeah. And she did, she made it happen. She she found a private investigator, told the private investigator the story. He did it for free. He's like, here's her information. Damn. And I remember years later, um, so she called me. She left a phone, uh, voicemail. Remember how we used to have answering machines? Yeah. She left a voicemail. And I, again, I just thought it was like, she didn't leave any information. This is Jen Nelson, blah, blah, blah and that was it. And so I didn't call her back. And then years later, you know, she's she's on her way to my new apartment and I'm about to meet my sister. Now, you know, you don't you don't start life knowing that one of your purposes is to bring the whole entire family together, you know? And she fulfilled a purpose. You know, there's we all have many purposes. She fulfilled a purpose and with that purpose, Everything changed. I met my mother, I, mm. uh, my father, who was supposedly dead, you know, full brother, half brothers, half sisters, and all of this family. And with that, I've been able to do incredible things just, just outside of that, just knowing that. But it's not like her purpose ended just then. You know, but that was definitely one of her purposes. And I just believe that we all have more than one purpose and it can change. It can totally evolve and grow as we do. And, uh, you know, she she's a huge part of who I am today. And we're exactly the same, exactly the same. And that's what's so crazy about the gene pool is that regardless of sometimes who you grow up with, where you are from, what part of the world you're living at, like that gene pool is the exact same. We talk the same. I saw pictures of her and me. No, I saw a picture of her standing next to one of my family members and I thought it was me. Mm. And it's just it's just so real and we do the same things, we act the same, we talk the same, we move our hands the same. It's crazy. It's powerful. It crazy. It's so yeah. powerful. It's nuts. But she, uh, you know, I just believe that people have more than one purpose. I think it's, I think it's possible to have more than one purpose and to evolve. And right now, your purpose is to connect people, yeah. you know, and to keep it going and to tell these stories, which is incredible.
3: Yeah, agreed.
2: You know, and it grows. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, been, we've we've been growing a lot on here too. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, all of us, everybody that we have on here, like we, we're learning stuff from everybody. Like, just come in, do it, open minded, listening to people hearing what they have to say, everybody has something that they could teach you. Yeah. You
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Everybody.
3: Everyone. Yeah,
2: I mean, but everybody does need the platform and that's why podcasting and video has become so essential. Like I think essential because what you're doing for the world is sharing people's stories that everybody's been just afraid to tell or just haven't, hasn't had the chance to tell. And uh, that's, that's meditative. You know, when you listen to somebody else, um somebody else's story that touches you or makes you feel a certain way it changes your whole energy it changes the whole vibe and you know enlightenment can happen immediately enlightenment i believe that everybody has the power to tap in immediately you want to win a million dollars if you can tap into it you can make that happen yeah you know if you can tap into it so i'm on this new kick where do you guys know what i am is have you ever heard of i am that i am I am that I am is supposedly... uh, I
1: am that I am? I am
2: that I am, yeah. So what it is is... Kind of like an affirmation. It's
1: not Kanye West. Everything I'm not makes me everything
2: I am. <laughs> um, almost That's
3: a banging song. Almost, yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Everything I'm not made me everything, everything I, I am. am. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> um, but it's it's one of the most powerful ways to enlightenment. And what I am that I am is is you pronouncing that you are whatever it is that you want to be. So. Um, if I want to be an actress, right, I am an actress. And then what you do, it's like a process. So you breathe out and you say, I am an actress and uh, that an sends actress. the and that sends that sends the Be careful, energy you might end up in a chairs
3: i know i just being These funny
0: wigs uh, and uh, showing up uh, in a dress yeah next he week i'm like, i'm calling
1: a little bit more feminine <laughs> as the day goes on like then call me michelle <laughs>
0: oh my god so
2: real but it's it's true and you say I am you know an actress I am an influencer I am a chef whatever it is that you want to be you breathe that out into the universe and then you say it one more time and you breathe it in and I am that I am is you declaring that you are that you know what I mean so I am that I am I am an actress I am And you are, you are confirming to the universe, you are confirming to yourself. Mm -hmm. And so I've started this new practice where I set an alarm for every like three hours and it goes off. Mm. And I have, and it says, um, uh, like enlightenment time. And I sit, I take 30 seconds and I say, I am whatever it is. I am abundance. I am. Yeah. I, if I'm, you know, feeling stress, it takes me just a moment to Chill.
1: You're saying I am whatever it is and then I am? Yeah. Uh, Okay, got it. Exactly.
2: I am (laughs) that I am. So I am an actress. I am. You are pronouncing what you are. You know, even if you're not it. And that's the key. That's Mm -hmm. the whole point in creating is yeah, announcing belief, it before. Exactly. The belief
3: is a magnet to the universe. It's
2: the faith. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I am is the most powerful way towards enlightenment because you are declaring it. You are saying, I am that I am whatever. I am a producer. I am an actress. I am a dancer, you know, but it is the fastest way. So we'll see. I just started it a couple of days ago and so many amazing things have, have happened, you know, and it's, you just you just don't know how powerful you really are until you start implementing some of these practices. But the gurus are out there. You know, they're all doing it. It's be, totally.
1: Is being an actress something that um, we already know that you're we, a little birdie. Showed yeah, us a yeah, video. Yeah. Of oh, you know. yeah. We don't Let's wanna, not
2: mention his name.
1: We're not. But I'm going <laughs> to say close something friend of ours showed us a video of, of you. you. Sort Crazy.
2: Of,
3: sort of acting. There's a couple of sort of dancing.
2: It. It's not even dancing. You can't <laughs> even. So. Well, And
3: I heard. And we we actually. We, I I, we're going to save that
1: for the end. OK, 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 OK.
3: But I do have a question. Like, what's your favorite like song or something? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you love music. What's your favorite song?
2: So my song song is Tupac California Love.
3: Okay. That,
2: okay. that is oh, they, uh, they, that, that, uh, that is bro, nah, yeah nah, nah, yeah nah, nah, yeah. Nah,
3: I was just nah, listening nah, to Tupac nah, on the nah, nah, way here. because
4: nah, 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 nah. <laughs> he's <laughs> always nah, 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 been
2: the truth. Yeah, he's he always has. has represented the truth yes. and I've always had this affinity with California. I'm obsessed with it. Um but you know, these days I'm I'm listening to Khaled I'm listening to Billie Eilish, I'm mm. listening to you know, just just so many so many people. Um Jane Eco, you know, obviously Jay Cole. It's just all of them. I was just listening to Wale where, like, where did he go? Yeah, I know. I love you Wale. Know? Yeah, Inspire. so it's I'm. I love all music, but I also listen to opera. You know, I listen mm. to Andrea Bocelli and uh, the Three Tenors. You met Andrea Bocelli's wife. I was in Italy. She's a fox,
1: and he he's from a town in Italy called Forte de Marmi. Okay, my mom's old neighbor from Florida is from Italy and moved back to Fort De Marmi. So we were in Italy, we met up with the neighbor and they were like, "Do you want to meet Andre Bucella? And we of were course. like, we were like we're on the beach and we were like, "Yeah, sure." So uh, we he owns a beach club. So he so this woman knows him and he's like, "All right, let's just walk over to the beach club. We go to the beach club. His wife is there. His daughter was there. So we met the wife and the daughter. And they're like, he just went home to take a nap. So we we didn't meet him, but we met the wife and the daughter.
2: (laughs) I mean, he's a legend. Yeah. You know, he's a legend. And music um, music is, is the universal language, without a doubt. Without a doubt. And so it's... It all depends, but I love to, I love to sing. Um, I would love to definitely act. I like to be on stage. I like live audiences. That's what I've realized is that I love live audiences. I love being on stage. And I remember the very, very first time that I got on stage, I was like 16, and um, I got off, and I was like, this is better than sex. And yeah. I was a virgin. Like, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I didn't, I just, I was just, it was this feeling that I had never felt in my whole entire life. And I get that feeling every single time that I'm on stage. So, you know, I'm definitely looking more forward to doing more things like that. But then COVID, so you, you know, you have to, you have to kind of just play smart with it, but just know. You know, there's a knowing inside me. There's always been a knowing inside of me. I think there's been a knowing for a lot of people. A lot of people have been like, you're going to be famous. You're going to be, famous. you know what I mean? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if you're ever famous. I got that my whole entire life. So you have to listen. Like I haven't been listening. And and now I'm like putting all the pieces together. I'm like, oh, okay. This mm-hmm. makes, this makes a lot more sense. Right. You know, so
3: yeah. Yeah. Now you're here.
2: Now I'm here. You know From what I the mean? Dream is free. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, it, and it's, and it's, this is, this is a catalyst, you know, and more podcasts, more lives, more um, personal branding. I believe in personal branding. I think mm-hmm. everybody should be working on their tell, personal tell brand. Us about
1: your, that's your business, right? Yeah. So about that.
2: I believe that everybody should be having a personal brand. So in the beginning of January 2020, I did a talk. On how to basically win friends and influence people, you've heard of uh, Dale Carnegie, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so um, it's funny. somebody
4: else on our yeah podcast he mentioned brought
2: that it. book up. Funny, he's guess. gonna love this. I know,
1: <laughs> like he's just. But no, that book is great. It. I mean, it's basic things, but it's like it's but things it that you need me, to think about while you're talking to people all day long, right?
2: All day long every type of communication. And my whole talk was how to influence people via video, via social media, you know? And I was just like, ladies, cause it was for a women's group. I was like, ladies, this is going to be influencing people and video are going to be the most important thing that you can do for 2020. Three months go by and everybody's on zoom. You know what I mean? And everybody has to pivot to being, creating um, a, a persona, a video persona where most people didn't have to, you know? So mm. um, that was 2020 And then for 2021, yeah, I believe absolutely everybody should have a personal brand. I believe that um, a lot of people got let off from work and they aren't on social media. And so they weren't able to pivot as easily because, you know, social media is, is, an online portfolio, basically, mm-hmm. you can you can create that. Yeah. And you can connect to the people that you need to connect to right. so easily, so easily. So if you're not creating your brand, you're not going to be able to pivot. You're not going to be able to, you know, grow with the e-commerce. Take a look at what's happening to all the buildings, to all the brick and mortar uh, companies.
1: Space, They're
2: done. They're done. You have to be online. And that includes us, too. So if you don't have something... You're going to eventually fall behind everybody. So I'm teaching people basically the simple uh, ways to get online and start your brand. You know, I believe that there are certain social platforms that not everybody has to be on. You know, not everybody has to be on Instagram. Like right. everyone's trying to grow on Instagram, but it's hard. The organic reach is not yes. there anymore. Do you
3: know which one, the two platforms? LinkedIn
2: and TikTok. Yes, my of girl. Yeah. So, Gary Vee. What about him? <laughs> but th- those are not the just, best
3: for natural growth.
2: That's not just Gary V. you yeah, know? Yeah, it's just natural it's, knowledge. It's so many, yeah. And, you know, Instagram is great for engagement. I think if you want to have your personal brand on Instagram and and show off so many different aspects of you, I think that's so fucking cool, you know and i mean i don't have i don't think it has to I be like regimen yeah you do but if you're trying to build a business if you're trying to get followers you know what i mean you want to send everybody to instagram but you can't build your following on instagram as easy and so many people are buying their followers which is mm-hmm. so whack like know. you know what i mean I like, know. we know we see right we, i know we see your followers There's, jumping from four grand we'll to take our, <laughs> we'll take
3: our 180 again. yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah. No, we're actually almost Not, at five hundred now. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. See? You know, and that's yeah. it, it. We're
3: like five away.
2: And once, and once Instagram, and it's the algorithms, they're always changing. It's such BS. But just like you said, LinkedIn and TikTok, and for most of us, you know, for most people, most professional people, entrepreneurs, LinkedIn is savage. Mm-hmm. Most people have a job. Yeah. Most people are making at least $75,000 a mm-hmm. year. So they have expendable income. You know, these are your clients. Like, this is where we need to be. And yeah. they have the organic reach. They're starting live videos, you know, it's no different. No. It just doesn't cost as much. And you yeah, don't have to post into as it. much. Yeah. That's
3: all I I post on every single platform to be honest. <clears throat> I know. I really do. And it and it for us silly, downtime.
2: One hundred percent. I mean, and you if you have the time and, you know, the
3: Resources. The resources,
2: 100%. Yeah, absolutely. But for most people, they're overwhelmed. They have Mm -hmm. families. They have a full-time job. They Mm -hmm. have COVID. And they just want to know where to go, how to set it up, and what to post on a semi-regular basis. It's so much work.
3: A person needs you. Like We have a team. Obviously, it's a little easier for us. We have a group of people collectively doing stuff here. Yeah, there's no way we could individually do
1: this entire, like, (laughs) creating the content, editing,
3: getting the guests.
1: Posting everything when we need to post it. Cutting out the clips, it's its so much that goes into
4: it. Yeah. But most yeah. people
2: don't even need to do all that. Right. You know what I mean? They see you guys doing that, and they're mm. like, oh, shit, should I be doing that? And, mm. like, the answer is no. No, we're different. We're yeah, a little different. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, like, I think a lot of people just stop themselves from from growing just because they're they're nervous about it. And I'm just like, get over your judgment. You know, get over the judgment of what everybody might think about you. You know, it is what it is. Try things. Post things. You know, delete things. It doesn't matter. Just put it out there and see what sticks. You have to see what sticks
1: yeah you know like do, doing the first podcast with we, we've done a couple before but like once you have like the lights and all the camera stuff set up like it's the real. first one yeah was like it's real. Was, like nerve-wracking but yeah now it's like normal i don't even realize that all the stuff is here but i could see other people who come on yeah. that aren't used to all of this yeah so we could try to just get the conversation going and by the end like they forget forget yeah everybody forgets yeah. when they
3: come here yeah
2: Well, and there's, you know, a lot of people don't know how to, it's just like public speaking, speaking. A lot of people don't know how to talk on a mic or sit really far away or, you know what I mean? There's just a proper etiquette and there's different ways to to carry
0: a
3: conversation even exactly
2: communicate through video and audio. And so many people don't know how to do that, you Mm -hmm. know? So I want to just help these busy entrepreneurs just trying to, you know, grow their businesses and get connected. Like Mm -hmm. it's all about connecting and collaborating. And that's really what I preach. I'm just like, if you want to make it easier for yourself, just collaborate, Mm -hmm. you know, go live with somebody else, Mm -hmm. Uh, do a video with somebody else, whatever it is. Don't be
1: afraid to pay somebody else to do the work that you can't figure out or don't know how to do. Yeah. You know, and if if somebody does something better, yeah, if you have the money and somebody does something better than, than you do it, Pay them to do it. Yeah. you Pay know? them yeah.
2: to do it. And there's just there's just so many options now. Have you guys heard of like Fiverr? And yeah. Yeah, exactly. So no excuses. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I agree with you. Just just pay the people. Just pay the people. Or
1: but, pay to learn yourself. Like pay to learn and then do it yourself, whatever it is. You
2: don't even have to pay to learn. There, there's YouTube. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like if you want to start a website, <laughs> that's true, that's true, all yeah. you have to do is Google, you know, Wix, how to build a mm-hmm. Wix website. Mm-hmm. Like, all of that. You want to yeah. start a podcast? All you have to do is Google how to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't, you know, and this is what I'm talking about: self education. College are is lazy, dead.
1: though. You could literally, people, you could start a not podcast everybody's lazy with, with just the two microphones and a computer. You can yeah. start a
2: podcast with your cell phone. Right. Don't don't get it twisted, people. You can start a podcast with your cell phone and your computer. Period. You know, and and I think this is what everybody gets so wrapped up in: are the lights, the cameras, the mics. This is what they see. You know, but you can start with absolutely nothing. I'm sorry, my my cell phone does 8K. Yeah. What's 8K? Yeah. That doesn't even happen. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? I can't even upload anything, and I'm like, why does my phone do 8K? Yeah, so, exactly. I know. So you know, our phones are are perfectly fine. Are perfectly fine.
1: Yeah, you can get the content content out anyway
2: you can just put the content out yeah mm-hmm. none of none of gary's videos and like yeah he does have a team with nice cameras but it it looks like cell phone quality yeah <laughs> you know what i mean it doesn't look like he's doing a whole lot and that's all you have to do is just post a little content even well, you if get, it's just a little bit
3: mixture like
1: it's he really, does, really yeah. cool for us to yeah. have like professional grade shit like it looks dope you know yeah. what i mean like when we make the promo videos it looks like Fun. really really cool. it does mm-hmm. uh but it's also cool to have like that organic kind of like just turn your phone on, put it down, and but
2: This be is you, your you know? business. Right. you better show up for your business. Yeah, like yeah, you better yeah. be doing it better yeah. than everybody. Else. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like but if for- we had
3: cameras up here and and didn't have lights and just used the the room lights and didn't put up drapes, block out drapes, and so we would this would
2: be. It's not. People yeah. would be laughing. They'd be it's like, not dude, the, what the are same vibe. You, guy. you guys trying
3: to say? Yeah.
2: But from for most people, <laughs> interior designers, you know personal trainers, uh, videographers, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like they just, it just needs to be simple. You just have to put it out there. And then once you get out yeah. there, then you can start building your team. And right. like, like you guys did, you guys got interns, right?
3: Right. And we didn't start like this, you know, it started yeah. just it was one person. Started and then it from the bottom. Now we right. here. Okay. We were just listening okay. to a track okay. on the way here. Drizzy Drake, my man Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. Oh my God. Talk about a real one. Uh, but yeah, no, like, yeah, you got to just start somewhere. All these, that's another thing. It's like, cause Tam's once again, to fitness, he loves training people. He loves helping cool. people in that world, you know? And I just told him like, dude, you just got to make the content. You don't need to wait to get your masters. Like you could just, you're, if you're, if you're confident, if you know the information, 10 years educating yourself naturally through books and the internet himself by himself, you're a pro. Yeah. Start acting like a pro
2: period, period. Confidence. <clears throat> Swagglicious. Yeah. I just uh, started working with this guy named Fit Adam and he's exactly, how old are you? Oh yeah. 29. Yeah. Same age, just started posting fitness videos and now he's a fitness guru. I'm like, you're a good, you know what I mean? Yeah. An influencer. And he started on TikTok and then he moved all of his TikTok uh, people to Instagram. And now he's moving all those people to YouTube. his YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. And he's wow. just... he. But TikTok gives you that organic reach mm-hmm. quickly. So he's working smarter, not harder. But he, you know, he just started from the bottom too. He just creates content. You know how those fitness <laughs> we, guys we do. We think
3: Tam's going to be famous actors. So that's oh. his calling. Yeah.
2: Let's do it. Yeah. What kind of movie? Renegade, have, like Bonnie and Clyde? We
3: have actually a really good idea. Oh. We'll tell you about... We've we got mean, a couple Jake. ideas. Yeah. Like one is... Going to be
2: fire. <laughs> um, I do. I get to hold like heavy artillery in this. Yeah. Movie?
3: You, you'll see. We're gonna. T- I don't want to give anything out to the people right now. This is this is exclusive. We have our heavy artillery consultant. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> we you know who we're talking about too. <laughs>
2: uh,
3: uh, I know. How did you, so you went to yeah. high school? You gotta tell. Get us to to tell how you like. guys met.
2: So yeah, we we met in grade school and uh like six. Oh, seventh grade, something like that. And we have this story, because mm. Chris is this big fitness guy, <laughs> been blown up a million times, da da, da right? <laughs> but y'all didn't know him when I beat him in arm wrestling. Oh! Because- Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like in front of everybody. And we don't know how <laughs> it like even got started or why it got popped off. But he thinks it happened in seventh grade. I think it happened in high school. But regardless, I beat imagine, that's, imagine that's
1: what changed his life and made him Yeah, like, <laughs> like oh, he's like, I will never lose again.
2: No, no, it did not. It did not. That's why he's in denial that it didn't happen in high school. Because I know it happened in high school.
4: That's um, oh,
2: that's but, hilarious. you know, he, he was, uh, we... We ran with a lot of the same crew, and then, um, you know, we we played sports. We were all part of the sports kids, and then when we went to college, we went to Southern, and it was um, me, him, and our friend Seth, who was in this anthropology class, that we were all failing. <laughs>
4: like, <laughs>
2: like we just represented Guilford in the worst way. They are like, what the uh,
4: fuck is Guilford public yeah, school?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're like, yo, and
2: we're all just like napping. Yeah. And like, it was just bad. That's um, hilarious. Partying um, but, uh, too much. I, I don't even know. We just weren't feeling it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, we just, it just wasn't right. We weren't in the right place, yeah. you know? And, uh, then I think we both left. I, I left after a semester. I don't know if he left after a semester or two. Um, and then we just always stayed around. Mm. He was always in Connecticut. I was always in Connecticut. And we'd always just kind of like <clears throat> see each other, hanging out or whatever. Um, but we just, we just always stayed friends. We just always stayed friends. And then he started building his business. And I was just like look at you go, boy, you were an asshole. Did you guys just stay
1: stay connected through everything?
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we were just always friends. It's not like we were best friends, but we had like, Game nights, and uh, we went to the Giants game. So my one of my exes had tickets to like a preseason Giants game. When on Facebook, I was just like, "Which one of my girls wants to go to a Giants game?" And
4: Chris was like, "I do." Yo, Chris was like, <laughs> well,
2: I'm not a girl, and I was just like, "All right." And so <laughs> it was me, him, Kristen, and then our friend Carrie, and we just like had. A blast, you yeah. know what I mean? It was just one of those random times, and we hadn't seen each other in years, yeah. and so on and so forth. So it's just always good vibes. Yeah. And then when we sit down, we just we we have deep conversations. We agree on a lot of the same things. Um, it's just it's just good vibes, you know. He's just good people. So yeah. uh, Guilford Guilford is a close knit group of people, and uh, we just had a friend, a close friend of ours. Um, announced that he is he has cancer. And the rally was insane. He needed to raise like $15,000. He did it in like hours. Mm. Yeah. And everybody, every single one of us was sharing, donating, mm. you know what I mean? Like we're just all so close. So yeah, we just never we just never lost touch, and he never hated me for beating him in <laughs> arm wrestling. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take him on now. No, you know no, what I mean? No, like no, that's
0: no. I don't need to break my arm. Enough,
3: yeah, I you think, I think you want to you know. Win. You're undefeated.
0: You know, what, you I know what I mean? Like you don't have to, to prove zero. anything. You're the champ.
3: <laughs> 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 you retired after that day. All right, it's okay. Oh my
0: god, that's I'm hilarious. Mayweather. You know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah exactly. Mayweather.
3: Yeah. Oh,
2: that's no, funny. but he's 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 a cool cat, and he's obviously you know he's doing things and he's helping people, and that's the most important thing about anybody that I link up with today. You know, you have to be helping people, like you have to service people. Mm-hmm. You know, we're animals, like if you're a vet, but you have to give. That's that's the whole point of life is to give whatever talents that you have. So if you like to make people laugh, make them laugh. If you like to interview people. Tell them, get them to tell their deepest, darkest secrets. You know, it's, that's what it's yeah. all about.
1: The more you give, the more you have. That's right. Karma. Yeah.
2: Law of attraction.
1: What is, uh? what's next for you? What are you working on now? What's the plan going forward? What's your, what's your, um, what's your I am right now?
2: So I am, um, it's crazy. So I'm coming out of limited beliefs I have been taking care of my mom who's now 86 for the past 10 years and for the past year she's had dementia Mm. so it has been I I quit my job last year I was in I've been in sales for 20 years and I quit a six-figure job and uh a because I felt The industry's not going anywhere, but B, I wanted to spend time with my mom, and I didn't think COVID was going to happen, so I was going to take some time off, and uh, COVID hit, and I happened to move out of Stanford to Madison. I was just in transition. COVID hit, and my family has um, property in Maine, so I ended up taking her to Maine for the summer, and we spent the summer there, and For the past, you know, 10 years, that's she uh, she has not a burden and and not holding me back. But she was, you know, my reason to wait. Mm. She 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 was why I waited because I I got my dream job when I was like twenty nine, got my dream job in New York City, moved to Manhattan, got an apartment on Park Avenue, which I manifested. And a year and a half later, she has a heart attack. And so I come home, you know, and I start waitressing until I can get another job and so on and so forth. But everything has always revolved around making sure that she is okay.
3: Because she made sure you were okay.
2: My hero. You know what I yeah. mean? She did. She did things for to. me. Yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. So um, now, just in the last few weeks, it's been a little bit crazy. But um, she declined a lot and ended up in the hospital, and now is in a nursing home in Guilford, mm. and so which is. Great, because it's you know our hometown, and she knows it, and it's like yeah,
3: back where it's it all started. Yeah, Yeah,
2: exactly. Comes full
1: circle. I just watched my mom do like pretty much everything. My my grandmother has dementia. Yeah, and she fell and broke her hip Mm -hmm. like four years ago. Four or five years ago, she was pretty good up until she broke her hip, yeah. and then getting the surgery and the medication and the anesthesia. Yeah, when she came out of that, she wasn't the same ever again. After that, never again. So my mom took her to Florida, where she lives, to live with her, yep. and then just declined from there. And same thing, she's she's been in a nursing home the last two, probably two six months oh yeah yeah it was it was rough the last year yeah. was rough like getting into the nursing home Everything. you know yeah it's and then imagine that in covid work. yeah
2: yeah you know and so it was it's it i love her and i'm glad that she's safe in a place um and you know i learned so much
1: it's a lot off your shoulders too a ton yeah. exactly
2: and so i have a new i was i was fulfilling one of my purposes yeah you know what I Take mean? To make people, sure yeah. that she is, yeah, set. Yeah. And fulfilled it. Filled my karmic debt or whatever. Yeah. Uh, fulfilled it. And now... It's time. my It's fucking
4: time. Yeah. <laughs> Let's it's go. It's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. over. Like, yeah.
2: I I don't even it's new think energy. that people are ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And I'm still coming out of it. Like, there's this... Still this guilt and lag and you know, I'm, I'm taking off those layers. I'm in the midst of taking off those layers, but come 2021, 2021. you know, it's over, it's Remedy over. Chris Tucker. Cause well, I mean, and this is the power of personal brands. And this is why I believe that this is going to happen for me is because in June, working on, you know, building my personal brand, and what does that look like, and so on and so forth, and I'm doing these lives, I used to do trivia every Friday night, I used to do trivia live before COVID happened, because I love being on the mic, and so then I pivoted to doing it virtually, and it was so much fun, and then I have this Confidence in Cocktails uh, live stream that I do, and between those two shows, and I don't have a lot of followers, I'm not even about that, um, just between those two shows, I get this DM in my Instagram, and uh, this guy, Brian, was just like, hey, I'm NBC casting director and I was just like okay Brian you yeah, know yeah. he's like no for real you know can we link up and so then he's like I have a show for you and so uh, we talked wow um, he I auditioned he did my audition tape for me applied online he pulled the application out of all of these people brought it straight to the executives it took a few months he's like and, and he's like I can't tell you that you got it because there's a lot of applicants but I think we're doing good, you know. Awesome. Came back, da, 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 da. end of the summer. He was just like, "Oh, and by the way, if this happens, if this is going to be in California. It's going to be in October." <clears throat> Comes back to me uh, mid-August, and he's just like, "You got it, babe." And I'm like, Sweet. "Shut up! That's so fucking cool." You know what I mean? And I didn't have a lot of followers. I did. I just had myself. You know, it was just all personality. And uh, he was just like, "But I need you on August 29th, which is my best friend's wedding. It was my best." friend's wedding so i had to turn it down you know but that being said he was just like don't even worry about it he's like you're in our database and you know we need people like you period it's awesome so you know it just makes me understand how powerful a personal brand can be whether or not you have a lot of followers or not people are searching for you yeah you know, and so yeah, I do believe that I am 100 percent capable of you know creating this persona for being <clears throat> on stage, an actress, a singer, whatever it is. Mm-hmm.
1: I definitely, think you're definitely supposed to be in front of a microphone, yeah, and for sure, I, in some sort of capacity. A camera, cameras, s- and microphone, for something. Sure. We'll Very see. Very yeah. Yeah. well spoken. Yeah. We'll see,
2: and the, you know, I've I've practiced. It's taken a long time. I was, I told you guys, I'm an introvert turned extrovert, which is the ambivert, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And a lot of people, you know, view me as super confident and I believe I'm confident, but see me as extroverted. And I'm like, I wouldn't say extroverted. Extroverted. You know, I'm definitely I like my own space. I like small groups of people. Believe it or not, I can work a crowd, but I really enjoy smaller groups of people. You know, but it's about stepping outside of that comfort yes. zone, and I just continue to do that. From I used to wear business suits to high school. Kristen, do you remember when I used to wear a pinstripe <laughs> business suit in you high have any school? Pictures of it? You know, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. no.
3: pre-cell phones. You got it. <laughs> You she know? said, thank
2: God. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank but it was No, whatever. I was fly. Yeah, like, yeah. no one was wearing business Facts. suits, you know? But you had to keep... I just had to keep stepping out of my comfort zone, and sales was something that was uncomfortable for me. Talking to somebody just out of nowhere is un- was uncomfortable for me. So I had to keep putting myself in a situation where I just kept doing that. And then it's led to, you know, just being able to speak in front of audiences and in front of a camera and on a mic. And I love it. Yes. I love it.
1: What about singing? Awesome. Yeah, before, before we wrap up, a couple of things, <laughs> couple Chris. things, a couple of things. One, where can everybody find you on oh. social media?
2: Okay, um, you guys, I am I am Angie Leg on Instagram. Two Gs two g's l-e-g-g i am angie leg uh you can find i am angie leg on all social media platforms or you can just find me as angie leg on youtube and facebook
1: all right and then the second thing is you have to sing for us before we go but who a little birdie told us that that you were an amazing (sighs) singer and said that you cannot leave here without singing
3: yes so, and he actually, he even
1: the, said, and if you yeah, don't I've, sing, he's going to think we're a failure.
3: Cause he
2: said, this, you have to get her
4: to sing. If you do anything on this podcast, you need to get prepared her... for this. At yeah. All. And you know what that is? I that's
3: stepping was... outside of your comfort zone.
2: <laughs> You're a dick.
3: I, <laughs> say, I am a singer. <laughs> yes. A-O. I am a singer. I am. <laughs> I am a singer. I am. Hold on. Let me, let me connect this real quick. All right. pro. <laughs>
0: That's what you have Ma. to do. Ma. Something like that. I don't know. I've
3: seen I've seen a high school musical. You don't want to hear me even attempt <laughs> yeah. to sing. I'm high school musical. That's what she does, right? She's like. Ma. I'm going to play a song that I heard you, you, you like, I think.
0: Is this I want to see.
3: I don't know why my phones not connecting.
2: What's uh, that I like?
3: I mean, you I, You could sing it.
2: Oh, oh, God.
3: She said, oh, God. Yeah. What song is this? It's California Love. You're good. No, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> no, it says I'm connected, but <clears throat> let me play a song. Let me play a different song. Let me see if it's... Hold on a sec. If it's oh, a YouTube boy. problem. But yeah, no. I, well,
2: I, I was trained as... Yeah, um, tell us the
3: background in singing.
2: So I was classically trained right, as throws. an opera singer, and I took a, I took a couple classes...
3: You working? That, that was my that? that was my song. I was like, you, uh, yeah, you're I, gonna. That, that like, one's yes. for the, that. That song's for the ladies. <laughs> I was
0: just like, is that, <laughs> that one's for the ladies. Sexual
3: healing. Oh no, you have no idea. You have Are no you idea. I'll I'll play it for you after. You'll laugh. Oh my god.
0: I'm
3: a I'm like little dicky rapper. <clears throat> I am. I'm funny. I just make fun of myself. We. Why isn't this YouTube working though? This is so weird.
1: Does YouTube not
3: work? It usually does. I usually never have a problem with this. how so I do my freestyles on here.
2: What about the copyright?
3: Oh, true. Oh, see, I guess it's just that track. We're not that big yet. Yeah. I don't worry about um,
2: that. But you will be.
0: Right? <laughs> well, then, Isn't that the
3: Well, you know what? That's then,
0: what I'm trying to say.
3: Well, we we will be, but right now it's like, eh, it's okay. I mean, I was good. I'm trying to play Oh, here we go. Maybe this one will work. It's amazing grace. <laughs> do you, can you? <laughs> and then you can jump in, you know, just to keep so you can hear it.
2: Do you, okay, okay, do you, okay, Do you have an I'll instrumental do, of a, do, a song? Do, no, no. It's yeah, okay. I can do it acapella. I'll do, go ahead, I'll do that. Do, it's not Amazing Grace though. What is it? It's it's Italian. Okay, okay. go yeah, ahead. it's Andrea, it's Andrea okay. Is it Andre okay, yeah, <laughs> yes, it <is. laughs> do it. Is, it.
3: Is, no, is. do it. Go acapella. I, we don't need. We don't need it.
1: <laughs> How loud is it gonna be? Try to take my headphones.
3: Uh, no, no you're no, good. No, no, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> So this is Andrea Botelli, Time to Say Goodbye. Mm-hmm. It's actually one of my mom's favorite
0: songs. So let's hope I don't cry. Okay. Cuando solo solo Lordi maca le parole... <throat> Silo so che induce luce una stanza, quando, ma che sole, se no, ci sei, tu con me, con me, su la finestra, mostra a il mio cuore che hai acceso, chiudi dentro me la luce che Uncontratta per strada, con te partirò su navi per mari che io lo so.
3: Wow!
0: Wow!
1: Jeez. you really could sing. You almost wow. made me cry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> wow! Holy moly!
3: goosebumps that was amazing.
2: Wow, guys, that
3: was beautiful.
2: That threw me off big time. I know he's gonna hear it. I I know, so mad.
3: I know that was great. That was beautiful. Thanks. And 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 I'm sorry, but before we go, what's something for the uh, young Angie out there? Yeah, what would you you tell 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 yourself
1: if you could go back?
2: Um, so many things.
1: A young hustler, Angie. You
2: know, meditation enlightenment has been has been like such a big part of my overall journey but i i think i fell back after high school i kind of lost myself i was really i was i loved making people laugh and i absorbed a lot of people's negative energy you know what i mean trying to make people happy and so on and so forth you know and i would just i would just tell her that people need her you know what I mean people are going to need this energy and to conserve your energy in a way that allows you to give it to the right people you know I found myself giving a lot of my energy to the wrong people you know like you know how you want to save people sometimes yeah. like that was that was my energy as a child and it was good-hearted but it just left me drained and mm. then left me bitter you know, and then I had to come out of that bitterness and be, and and find empathy. And so, you know, I would, I would just, I would just tell her to be more empathetic, you know, and understand these, these people need you. Your, your role on earth is, is to give, you you know, uh, you will give more than you will receive for the rest of your life. And that, and that's just it, you know, that's, that's your role and that's okay. You know, so just, just to be more empathetic and, and to just keep keep giving, don't stop is what I would have said to her.
3: Love it. Beautiful. Thank you, guys. Thank yes. you for coming yes. on thank Angie thank you guys for I having me. I love this me. episode. It gets better and better every time. Oh. Yeah. Appreciate Here. you guys. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. If you don't believe me, let me say it. Seeking validation from seeking offer I say that you give me the blow So stay in the moment So all these big glasses It's the undress that little black dress